And now another show, a show you will enjoy, a show for you. The following program may contain content that your kids would love to hear, but you may not want them to. Let us pray. (laughs) When times are hard with no end in sight, we all seek comfort from the darkest of nights. Then you came to me with your star so bright. You're my hero, you're my shepherd. You're my savior, you're my light Barack Obama, Barack Obama Deliver us from evil Please fix the mess we're in Please no more drama Barack Obama Our nation may not get another chance So try to keep your pecker in your pants. I remember Bill had a star-like glow. We had peace and prosperity. Unemployment was low. Then he went well, no president He traded his good name for some fellatio. Barack Obama, Barack Obama. Stay away from interns, stay away from hookers too. Don't stop Madonna, Barack Obama. Don't forget you're not the president of France. So try to keep schmeckle in your
really needs us. You're the biggest thing since Jesus. So use your head, not your penis. And for God's sake, keep it in your the show on the road, huh? Can we? Can we get the show on the road? Thank you. Smarts, Guts, and Hearts, the part of broadcasting now on the air and uh, digging through it. Entertainment, relevant irreverence, natural couple surface, netaholics, and infomaniacs. I hope you're with us. They're always with us. I'm always with you, man. Why two cables, twelve?
from Ice Cap to Ice Cap, from Hamlet to City, from Otello, and into every bordello, and certainly, hopefully, into all of the different uh, speakers upon which this now is being broadcast. Holy moly, holy macaroni. I don't know how we got here. At, uh, uh, only uh, hours ago, it seemed like we would never get here again. <laughs> it's not because it was nothing death-defying, mind you. Please, take a deep breath. I'm okay. Everything's all right. But everything almost wasn't all right. It just goes to show you how life, life can change at the, you know, in an instant. Uh, in a change. It could completely change, right? That's what happens. My name is Frank Cattolo, and the man's name adorns the title of the show. The show is Cattolo Chronicles. I'm here, and I'm in front of an entirely new configuration based on what was happening from our host station, SRN MediaWorks. And so many things turn over here, even before the year turns over. Things get uh, completely new. I am looking at Windows that I never knew existed, no less existed on my computer, running this show completely differently and hoping that as live, I know we're going over live, I just don't know who was able to get there in time with this whole new deal going on. And I apologize to any of the affiliates that have not been able to get it live on this evening because of some various mishap. It took me long enough. Thank heavens for SRN Media Works, Phil Hong, who was able to guide me uh, through the ABCs and the rest of the letters that it takes to reconstruct the bridge that takes me to the server and out to the public. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. And, and who knew? No one. They did. I didn't. See, because I did what I thought. Never do what you think if you don't have enough evidence to do it. Even though you know you might make a mistake, this is just human nature. I waited until I was given well, I was given dire, dire is not the word, I was given good, good isn't even the word, I was given given a great deal of chances, time, Time is good. Let's use time. Give it a great deal of time to be able to reconstruct the various software and, you know, drivers and DLLs and all the other files that exist to be able to do this. Once it's up, it's easy. But I was given plenty of time to make this transformation. But in my head, I thought, here's what I thought in my head. I said, well, here's what's going to happen. All this is is a change of settings. They say, you know, they said, just change your settings. That's all. So what do I do? I go about the million things I have to do. And as usual, I take the show, which I just do not. I told you, I'm, I'm, I'm always, I never rehearse, but I'm always prepared. And, and that's how I'm here without any rehearsal, without anything that, that, uh, cause, that I could possibly have predicted. I thought, and I went ahead with what I thought, wrong, wrong, wrong. Instead of looking and having enough evidence to know that I, I could possibly be wrong, I thought it was just changing a bunch of little words and passwords and numbers and ports and, uh, you know, passwords. And I was wrong. So wrong. So very wrong that I have lost the very, I've lost the programs and it's okay. I, mean, I want to lose these. 
I had to go through these steps, thanks to Phil. We figured it out to get this particular uh, machine software. I say machine; it's a soft, it's software to get this thing going. To be able to pump out the sounds that I pump out regularly, at least once a week here. Now to top that off, it's a very, uh, it's a transformational week because over at OutLoudShows.com. You won't be able to get this show until later because they're out. They went to uh, they went to Arizona, I think, or some other exotic land, and they're out there somewhere. So there's best ofs there. So uh, you affiliate stations know what to do because you run stations. So you know how to do it, how to redo it. I know I'm going to get tons of emails after I do this show live. I don't know that either. I just think that I'm going to get certain more saying, what happened to the stream? Where's the stream? Hello, stream. No stream. No stream. <laughs> there is a stream. It's going on. But so many people don't know because it took me so long, right up to the moment I had to broadcast. I'm still adjusting, readjusting, making sure that I could make a copy, making sure that I could do this, that, and the other thing. But I didn't have time to do this email to all these wonderful stations who come along with us live. Hopefully they went to the site. And you should go to the site, the website. It's a website, but it's my blog, catolochronicles.blogspot.com, where you hit that link there, and no matter what you have there, you should be able to get the player, SRN will come up and or whatever. Or you should be able to go to the stations that play it live and, and get them over there. So, and I don't know. I have no idea. I, I, I'll tell you what. Everybody who is listening from the affiliate stations, please email me after I do this live show and tell me that you got it and it went over. We will work this out for next week, which, by the way, is the Thanksgiving in America show, only because it's that day. I'm not going to do anything about Thanksgiving. But we'll be doing that. Uh, you if affiliate people, you know, you know people, you know, I know you, you know me. Send your stuff, emails to me anywhere, fkatolo.yahoo.com or over to my regular one because you have my private one. And tell me everything went okay or tell me if you need the new setup or what have you. Fill me and everyone else involved will get this thing going so that next week there will be no occurrences and I apologize because it was me. I am, as the uh, teacher, uh, the psychology teacher said, and I don't have a psychology teacher, the guidance counselor who was uh, versed in psych- psychological uh, behavior said to my mother uh, when I was uh, younger in school, he's a, you know, he's, I'm, I'm, a, uh, I'm a risk taker. I was not, I was, I was considered... I wasn't considered uh, material for uh, what was it uh, motivational? I, I forgot the I forgot the term now because I'm trying to call up this particular story. But the point is, I was not considered material for greatness. <laughs> I mean, I I was considered underachievement. I was yes, I was considered an underachiever because of my my ability. It's not its ability. It's not an ability. I guess it's a it's a. I don't even know if it's a quality. It's according to how it was judged by psychologists, teachers, and anyone else who, in the mainstream consciousness who would judged me all my life. 
And I was considered an underachiever because I took so many risks. See, and so here I was taking a risk and again, flying by the seat of my pants. But I want to tell you something. I think I'm the kind of guy, uh, and this is what I think is most important, and I I like this about me, and, and believe me, we have to find, we have to search deep and wide and far to find things I like about me. But here's something I like about me. I think that, you know, in a pinch, when, when, the, when you're painted into the corner and you're with me, if you're on a plane and the pilot passes out, and the co-pilot says, I don't know much, I'm leaving, and gets a parachute and jumps out. I think I could, I think I could land a plane talking to the people as long as they were, the people on the ground were simple with their instructions. This is how I got this whole thing constructed today because of Phil. Phil Hong over at SRN Meteors, he knows A through Z. He knows how to tell you to do something without wishing, not wishing, not wishing, without uh, assuming is the word, without assuming that you know something. I hate that kind of tech support. There's tech support out there. They tell you things as if you should know. They assume certain things, and you don't know. You need very simple A, B, C, D, E instructions. Maybe F, G. Maybe it's got to go further than A, B, C. But you know what I'm talking about. And there's support people who have darn near, I know, I've had it happen to me, damn ruined my computer telling me to do things. And not being clear, Phil got this together. I, I was just a conduit in getting this show to actually be able to broadcast as it is broadcasting. And I know it's broadcasting. I see this encoder that was once, only hours ago, impossible. To install, I'm not going to get into the technical part. I'm trying to get into the salutations of Mr. Phil Hong, who who put this thing together so that you can hear, and the apologies to all the stations. Now, there's nothing wrong with the fact that we started a little differently today, although we did start with that wonderful Robert Klein tribute which was done before the re-election of Barack Obama. Because this is absolutely uh, uh, different. We did it differently, you heard, and that's it. So that's it. Here, here, here we are now. That's all that matters. I'm going to try to do the show. I am going to do the show. I'm not going to try. I'm going to do the show I said I was going to do, if you read the blog, about. And, it's, and you know, it's good. It's good. It turns out to be a great theme doing this. Because, I'll tell you why, because uh, the theme itself, Harmony, which has, you know, a couple of different definitions, the harmony that we'll be doing, that we'll be talking about in terms of the brain, well, it has to go, has to do with harmony in essence of uh, actual sound of harmony in music and, of course, in uh, things going well, things going, uh, you know, in blending wonderfully. And as I'm doing this, I'm manipulating certain areas on this brand new interface that I have. And and uh, I hope I'm coming over okay for those who are getting me. And I hope and hope and wish. I guess a big clock in front of me too, which is great. I never had a giant clock. I used to have to turn to the le- right. 
I didn't even know it was left or right. Look, forget about it. I'm going to make it through this. You're going to make it through with me. My name is Frank Cotolo, and the man whose name adorns the title of the show. Here we are, Cotolo Chronicles, Y2K plus 12. It is the 15th of November. Try to remember the 15th of November. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, get a book. In a world where reading is dying out, a new champion emerges. Wacky escapades. Parallel universes. Hello, everyone. This is me, Frank Catolo. There's never a dull moment as Frank weaves the tale of a writer making you laugh, chuckle, and learn a bit about life. Pick up License to Scale by Frank Catolo. Now on Amazon for your Kindle. Don't forget License to Skill. You go get that. It's a wonderful, wonderful book. It's funny. It's over 400 pages on your Kindle or any other thing that you decide to read it upon (laughs) the text uh, on your gadget. It's only a gadget. You can't print it out. You can't print out Kindles, can things from Kindle, can you? I don't know anything about a Kindle. I just write them. I don't read them, you know, (laughs) and that's the way it goes with that. I, and I'm talking in this clock. It's great because you know, I, in old radio, when I was in real time radio, doing uh, actually doing music and talk and stuff, I would have to look at the clock, and it has the seconds. Twenty two minutes after the hour. Now twenty two minutes after the hour, right here on Catolo Chronicles or wherever the heck I was at the moment. So, oh, also Molotov Memoirs available now three ninety nine, and it's complete with all the artwork from T. Stephen Gessick. So you don't get gypped. In fact, it's a bargain of bargains. Forget about getting gypped. You get way more than you... Because the analog is the analog. You can still buy it, $24 or whatever. You might not have the money. You might just want to do a digital, and you can do it. You can't... Well, you can carry it around with you, of course. It just doesn't have the, you know, the pure purity of the analog. But get both. That's what I say. Get both. Ain't going to hurt me any... It's going to help me. 22 minutes after the hour. Now, coming up to 23 minutes after the hour. That's the horror of having a, being a radio guy. If you're a radio guy with nothing to say, you always have the clock and the time. And it's like, ding, ding, bing. It's uh, 23 minutes after the hour. Exactly. 23 minutes after the hour. (laughs) Got nothing to say while you're waiting for phone calls or what have you. We've got plenty to say because I'm going to do this show the way I was going to do it anyway. Uh, And like I said, it's going to have a thematic purpose to it by and large. What else do I have to tell you? Always go to the com and you can find out what's happening. If you went there, you, you might notice, you go, hey, it's a different link. You click the link, a thing comes up and it's all different. You'll get used to it. Change, change happens and sometimes happens so quickly. There's no time, right? No time to adjust other than to adjust while you're doing it. You don't always get this in great, in, incredible leeway time or the convenience of educating yourself to what might happen, to the various chances, to the math of it. You don't always get that chance in life. And like we did a show once, not like we did a show, like man, like wow, we did a show once about greatness Proving greatness. You see, there's an email. Let, let's see if this is somebody, just see if this, somebody complained. It's not. It has nothing to do with it. Good. 
We did a show once about true greatness and true greatness measured by how you can succeed in the face of adversity, not because it's easy, not because you prepared or rehearsed. That is a certain kind of goodness. That's a certain kind of competence. But it's not greatness. Greatness, a level above just being good. Greatness is being able to succeed in the face of great, I shouldn't say great twice, of extreme adversity. I just said adversity is enough. It doesn't even have to be extreme or severe. I just like those words. <laughs> That's greatness. That shows greatness. I'm doing this show, and, and I know what you're saying. What are you saying, Frank? You're great. Well, let me tell you something. I, I managed to get through here 25 minutes after the hour, 25 minutes after the hour, <laughs> without having to rely on the clock. And I'm doing, and it is going over, and I see that this machine is not blown up. I see that it's all working. I go from deck A to deck B. I see the encoders on. And, you know, we used to have problems here and there with that Winamp situation. So now maybe we won't have problems. And once we get into this, it'll be it'll be easy. Then it's not greatness. This is greatness. You're listening to greatness now. The greatness of being able to do this while I don't know what I'm doing. I have a little idea of what I'm doing, and I'm able to do it as I'm performing. That is greatness. It's greatness in sports. It's greatness in politics. It's greatness in science. It's greatness in life in general. Now, I adhered to this particular type of greatness because, as I said, I was considered an underachiever. Maybe overachievers can't. Overachievers cannot find greatness because they don't expose themselves to the type of adversity that is needed to prove greatness. Or maybe they don't think that's greatness. Maybe they have another definition altogether. Well, I have something to say to them. Good for you. (laughs) Good for you, if that's your definition. I'm just telling you. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. What we were going to talk about, what are, not were, were past tense, are going to talk about, because we're talking about it right now, not on that adversity. Anything else I have to tell you? I don't know about, uh, what, tweet, you know, to follow me at Prankatolo, you know all that junk. You don't have to go any further than that. What we have to do is start this theme of this show and tell you that it's Y2K plus 12. Oh, no, we do have something to say, and that is next time... We're on, it will be, in the United States, will be Thanksgiving. Digest with us. Have your dinner. Sit back. Uh, drink your, uh, whatever beverage you have. Replenish your precious bodily fluids, just as you should do now. Do that. And then listen to Catolo Chronicles. I'll be here on the American Thanksgiving evening. As, as I've been for the last 270 years. Hey, you know what? Let me tell you something. Uh, that there's, there's some weird, weird stuff going on over there at uh, Out Loud Shows and Best Of. In a couple of days or weeks, I don't know, a couple of weeks or Monday, I don't know when. You're going to be able to go over to Out Loud Shows and in the Best Of category, uh, there's a, a Christmas show. A show that was done on Ampcast when this, uh, uh, during the first years of this show. When it was on Amcast.com, before anybody knew what was going on in internet radio, before Wolf Blitzer ever appeared on 
on I mean, anybody on MSNBC before all those uh, conservative talk guys made billions and then said, I'll start, you know, you know who I'm talking about. I'll start an internet radio show station thing. You know, I was doing that all first. And uh, this show, this Christmas show, over there at OutLoudShows.com. It's fascinating, and it features some fascinating people. You can download that and listen to it. I haven't even heard the whole thing. I heard pieces of it again. I went, holy craps. Wow. So you tell me. Somebody heard it while I was playing some of it. I was monitoring some of it, and somebody said, well, it doesn't even sound like you. Does it? I don't know. I, I don't listen to myself. You should listen to myself. <laughs> so you got that over at Outlad Shows, but remember that you're going to be hearing these other shows later because they're not posting them, blah, blah, blah. Everything's going to be fine. I know that because if everything changed right now, and this was the important thing, 29 minutes after the hour, 29 minutes after the hour. No, if, here's the most important thing, and I was I was seen and heard walking around my house today saying this, when it looked like this was never going to get solved. There was a point. And I knew I'm not going to get upset. I'm not going to get rattled or neurotic because ultimately, if I wasn't on, what would really happen? Nothing. Few people disappointed and you'd get over that with one peanut butter sandwich or a glass of milk or a glass of scotch or a Coke or a trip to the on your bicycle or you know, or, or 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 over to some other particular website. It doesn't matter. And even worse, I said, what's even worse than that? Well, suppose nothing works, it'll never work again. And that's the end of Catolo Chronicles. I sit back and go, well, I don't know. You know, other things could have happened and it could have, but it didn't, it won't, it's over. And that's that. And I said to myself, you know, I'm at peace with that. I, I, I can come to terms with all this. So I said to myself, so that it, it'll work itself out or it won't. And, and it did. It didn't work itself out. Phil Hong worked it out. I wouldn't have known what to do. And I might have walked away. I might have gotten in, gotten in getting. I might have gotten. I might have gotten in my car and just drove. I might have drove south. And I might have gotten onto that southern highway and just rolled up the, the top of my car, which would be difficult because I don't have a convertible. And I'd have, I'd have just put a scarf around my neck, I'd have put my pedal to the metal, I'd just driven. I'd, I'd just keep going. I'd let the wind flow through my hair and let the hair flow through the wind and I'd have just kept going. I'd have gone south. I'd have gone south until I couldn't go south no more. That would be around the very tip. That would be around Miami Beach. Then I would have turned around and gone north. And I would have head left to get to South Georgia, which is really the panhandle of Florida. And I'd have gone into Tallahassee, where I, where I used to know a gal, and I'd stop in there, and I'd say, Hey, she's still around? Who would know where to find her? And <laughs> what the heck good would it do anyway? So then I'd, I'd just, I'd, well, I couldn't put the top back up, because I'd already taken it off with a giant tool, kind of like a can opener. And I'd have head... West, and I'd head west, right through Georgia, Texas, Oklahoma, Nevada. Yeah, I stayed south, and I'd go west, 
And I'd finally get to California. And I'd be home again. People would say, I remember you. Where am I going with this? I don't know. I have no idea. It's just I, might, I just went into this world of, you get the point though. It wouldn't have mattered. It wouldn't have mattered. And things changed so quickly. All that stuff I had that for years I used to do this show, all gone. I got all different stuff now. And so this thing I do on Thursday night, as a friend who never listens says, you still do that thing? That thing I do, I'm doing now. In the face of adversity, even. I've crawled through glass to be here with you on this show. <sighs> was I ready to surrender? You bet your ass I was ready to surrender at any given time. Almost felt like relief. And then I said, no, no, no. Just keep going. Show them how great is Frank Catolo. Now let's go to the theme of our show. Did we do it? We already did that. You know what? First, let's, let me just say this. Let me just say this. I, yes. Yeah. Because, yeah. Because I'm, I, yes. I got the grit. Yes. I got what it takes to get out there. Grab those bananas by the bunches. You know, there's tarantulas on those things, right? Work all night. I'm ready. Catolo Chronicles continues with, with bunches of bananas on my back crawling through the jungle. A machete. Tally me banana. Whatever the hell. Tally me a banana. Peel one. I don't know what that means. Seven foot, eight foot, big bunches, eight feet of bunches. I'm here, and I I got through the jungle to get here. Greatness once again, once again. Oh yeah. Me one go home. That's it for you guys. Well. What can I tell you? 35 minutes after the hour? 35 minutes after the hour. This is Catolo Chronicles. My name is Frank Catolo. I'm the man whose name adorns the title of this show. And, you know, I take the blame for everything that is bad. I, I take the, the, uh, the applause for everything that is good about it. I don't know how we're going to do the middle of the show. That's going to be fun. When we go through the whole thing, I have no idea. We'll work. We'll work. See, I'll, I'll be prepared. That's all I know. Elizabeth Norton in the magazine Science Now wrote an article based on some scientific studies that are now available. This uh, and and this got our attention because we're really into the brain, friends. <laughs> okay? We're really into the brain and we know that deep down inside in the brain uh, is everything we need to know and do and what have you. You know that, I know that. If you listen to this show, you know what we're talking about. It's science, it's math, it's the world that we see, hear, breathe, love, hate, whatever. But as creatures, 
we learn, you know, we learn more and more about our brains, and our brains might not be much different than some animals in certain ways. So Elizabeth Norton, Norton, Elizabeth Norton, I, I shouldn't make fun of her last name. She's a wonderful writer, and she's making a living writing, and I do that too, and so I'm very happy for her. She wrote in Science Now, which is a wonderful magazine. You can get it online. Science Now. I think if you subscribe, you also get Science Then and Science Later. But anyway, Science Now. Uh, many creatures, creatures, let's cover the creatures, babies, human babies, chimpanzees, chicks, react to dissonance. And you know dissonance, something that doesn't sound right. Screechy, dissonant, harsh, unstable, grating sounds, dissonance. Since the days of the ancient Greeks, scientists have wondered why the ear prefers the opposite of dissonance, harmony. Harmony. Now, you know harmony. When you hear the word harmony, you think music because, because that's where it's used the most. And yet harmony, in essence, has a lot more than musical definition and for that you know where we're going don't you if you listen to this show you know where we're going we're going to westerns on the uh, we're going to webster's new american dictionary managing editor lewis m adams actually give these guys still give them credit the editor-in-chief edward n teal am i guess that he's a dot m i don't know what that means i don't know what kind of degree that am what is that as a degree? It means it means he's he's smart at its best in the morning. And see Ralph Taylor, AM. See Ralph Taylor. See Ralph Taylor run. See Ralph Taylor ride. Okay, see Ralph Taylor. Nineteen sixty books incorporated. Maybe he start a guy who's, who who starts a publishing house. You know what we're gonna do? What? I'll tell you what we're gonna do, Arthur said. Ernie to Arthur, his partner. We're going to start a publishing company and we're going to publish books. Really? We can get into a lot of trouble that way, Arthur says to Ernie. Why, they can be sued. Well, we'll, we'll... Yeah, Ernie says to Arthur, he says, you know how we'll get around that? We'll incorporate. We'll become a corporation. That way we're not personally liable. Arthur says, that's a great idea. What do we call the company? Well, we're going to publish books. Let's call it Books Incorporated. Arthur agrees. Next thing you know, Books Incorporated. And somehow they get the rights to the Webster's New American Dictionary. No, to the American, and they make a new American Dictionary. 1960 Books Incorporated. Where are we going to publish these things? We got to go to New York. That's the center of publishing. Arthur says to Ernie, bingo, they're off. Okay. So we're looking for the word harmony in this hour. This is our Bible of definition. We love this book. You know how the Egyptians would bury certain objects. And I want to tell you something. Not just the Egyptians did this, but I've been to many wakes where they view a dead body because my particular... We're not Jewish. We don't just bury people right away. We're, we're Italians. We sit, ponder, mourn, cry, and scream. Although, I mean, they do that. They do that, too. Jewish people do that. They, they shit and... Oh, I said the bad word. I didn't mean that. It's called sit and shiver. I said it backwards. That's horrible. And we don't edit here, so you're stuck with it. 
and then they cry and talk. And, but but you know Italians are ridiculous because they they don't bury the body sometimes for a week, and and they have uh, shows like. They, the shows, they have shows. They have showings. They're called showings. So the body's on, you know, the body's afternoon, evening shows and the afternoon, evening shows every day for as long as you want. And then they bury and they finally close the coffin. But the coffin's open most of the time. And you see the figure looks like a wax. It looks like Madame Toussaint came in and there's the body all cleaned up. No matter what happened to it, now it died. And I brought that up because, yes, because you know what people do? Even Italians did this. They'd, they'd bury the, the person, the dead person, obviously, with objects. I remember my mother said, and I think I did this with both my parents, so I, I'm not making fun of people who act like Egyptians. Act like an Egyptian. Act like an Egyptian. Who, who did that kind of stuff? I think I buried... And I didn't personally bury. I mean, I was in charge of burying. But, I mean, before they closed... The the uh, caskets. I put certain things into the caskets of my parents, and, and I don't even remember what. But you know, the Egyptians used to do that because they thought there was this other world they were going to, and then and people would have to live there. So they so they better bring an extra pair of you know, <laughs> whatever Egyptians wore, you know, an extra pair of sandals uh, to go into the other life. And it's really not that much different from Italians who were thinking there's some kind of, you know, heaven or something. And so you would take the stuff with you because now I, which it was observed to me in the first place also because I was like, well, do you even need those things? How do you know you need those things in heaven? How do you know? Why would you, or how do, how do you know there's not a place you can actually uh, do shopping, shop well in heaven if you get there? If there's a heaven and you get there, how do you know? So then, he, but we put personal objects, okay? Not things that we thought they would need in heaven. Italians would put personal objects, and you would you would send off the person with that in inside. Now you don't want to put too many, or it would be like crowded. As, I know it's not funny to laugh, but there's a body in there, and people just dropping things in. I want them to go with this. They say, "Here, here I want them to have my ring. Hey, I'd like them to have my copy of Huckleberry Finn." They put that in there. Next thing you know, you can't even see the body because there's all this junk in there that people are dropping in to send to send off. And then it should have a sign on it. The casket should have a sign on it. It should say, "If if if uh, depositing items." Uh, for, to be buried with the body, please limit to, and they should have a size, you know, limit to this. You know, you can't put your, you can't put your bicycle pump in there, okay? It's, but he always, no, no. So why did I, why did I bring that up? Because the Egyptians act like an Egyptian. The, the Egyptians used to do that. And why did I bring that up? Because I don't know. Creatures. Harmony. I'm going to harmony. I'm looking at harmony here. Oh, I'm because I was saying, I wonder if someone would burn me. With, they're going to burn me with this book. I'm going to say, like, <laughs> that's why I brought it up. But somebody's bright idea would be like, uh, why don't we bury the book with them? And it was, uh, but he said he was going to be cremated. Burn the book with them. If you <laughs> imagine if they did that at a cremation, you would do the, you would, here are things I want you to burn. Burn this with him. Burn this. Here. And, they, and there's 
So they throw into the cremation because you know you can't just you can't just have a cremation in your backyard. You can't have a cremation party. You can't take the dead person, put them in the backyard, and with a bunch of sticks and just burn them. It, it, it's not healthy. It's not legal. Can't do that. If you could, there'd be people throwing things in there. Hell, I'm not this. He always liked this. Hey, here's here's, here's that watch he liked. They throw it in there. That's not going to burn too well. It's okay. Here's the, here's the, here's a couple of pennies. Here's that penny always used. Do you love that? Throw it in. Can't do that. Harmony. Let's go back to the idea here. The what? Harmonica. Hmm. Harmonics. Harmony. Harmony. Okay, now remember I said a dissonance? And I didn't just say that. This was according to the uh, science. Dissonance. Negative react, reaction to dissonance. I don't even think you have to be a baby. Even older people hear this. Okay, well, here's what it says for harmony. Concordance of sounds. The opposite of dissonance, concordance. And remember, those of you out there who are using various types of objects like writing objects <laughs> and pads or whatever, your Cotolo Chronicles notebook, write these things down. Like Dr. Fablianic would say, write these down and then go look later up. Look later up. Look them up later on your internet for various forms of studies and then write things and then you, and that you learn things. That's the most I could do for you. Uh, what do you want me to do? I can't do anything. I can't send you things through the mail. I don't have a, I don't have a, uh, mail, a mail course. What is it? What is that? A mail, mail order course? Concordance, opposite of dissonance. A concordance of sounds is harmony and you know it mostly with music. You hear it because you've heard the, the McGuire sisters. You don't know the McGuire. Why is that the first name that comes to my head? Should I be able to play? I already, I already got rid of that, that, uh, window. So I can't, something that has, that has, uh, harmony. You know it. You've heard it. You hear it in songs. Guys sing. Girls sing. You know it. Okay. So these harmonies, a concordance of sounds, the science treating, the science treating of musical composition and chords. Okay, you can look up that stuff later if you don't know anything about, about music, how different notes make up a chord, and so they could all play at the same time, and there's a concordance, a sound correct together. They're not, there's no dissonance, okay? And then it says, listen to this one, this is it, this is the one that really puts this theme over the top. Agreement and cooperation. Accordance. Funny how that word, concordance, accordance. Agreement and cooperation. Harmony. Agreement and cooperation. This is why I like this particular theme we're going to talk about because the brain, and I'm see, I'm writing this down. Agreement how come you can hear that? Because, you know why? Because the microphone, listen, it can actually hear me writing. And cooperation. Okay? That was me putting the, the pen down. <laughs> Agreement and cooperation. Oh, I got to write harmony. Harmony. Huh? There you go. Oh, hearing it all right here on Cotolo Chronicles. There is a signal. Don't tell me there's no signal. I hate when that happens, you know. You get your... You get your screensaver, and there's no screensaver, it's just black, 
It just the screensaver goes to black. It doesn't go to a picture. Why would it go to a picture if it's if you're saving your screen? That's ridiculous. I got a screensaver and it's a picture. I don't understand that. Shouldn't it just go to black if it's saving your screen? Because if you got a picture on it, then your screen is in use. Anyway, don't ask me about these. I did not create these things. I just use them. Harmony, agreement, and cooperation. Okay, as opposed, not as opposed to, but in uh, in conjunction with, in harmony with music. <laughs> so the definitions are in harmony too. Harsh, unstable grading sounds is dissonance. Concordance of sounds is harmony. Since the days of the ancient Greeks, scientists have wondered why the ear prefers a concordance of sound and not a dissonance of sound. Today, now, at this moment, scientists suggest that the reason may go deeper than the aversion to the way clashing notes abrade auditory nerves. They abrade auditory nerves. So here's the, here's the best thing, because this is the most common. You know it in school, scratching. And matter of fact, I could even describe it, and you'll get chills. You'll get goosebumps. The scratching of nails against a, a, a chalkboard. A blackboard, not a chalkboard. Chalk is what you use on a blackboard, right? Oh, God, everybody's... Scr- and nobody, I don't know one person and never knew one person. And I don't think for as long as I live, I ever will know one person who enjoyed the sound of that. And once in a while, a teacher would be writing with the chalk and that would screech. Hey, everyone would just go... Right? That's... That's uh, an aversion. That you had that you, you go with that because it's an aversion of the clashing notes, abrading. It abrades your auditory nerves, and sends chills up your arm. Instead, now, the joy of harmony to, may lie in the very structure of the ear and the brain. Science, my friends. The ear to the brain. Designed to respond to elegantly spaced structure of a sound. That's harmony. Harmony is the elegant spaced structure, the concordance of sound. Pleasant. The ear may be wired. 50 minutes after the hour, 50, 10 minutes to the hour. <laughs> I have plenty to say. I just did that again because to me it's funny. I always hear that disc jockey. I remember these guys. They weren't just disc jockeys. They were new. They were people on talk radio, especially in smaller markets who don't know what they were doing. They had no gift of gab. They had no sense of streaming thought. So they stopped and they just went, uh, 51 minutes after the hour, high in the seventies today. <laughs> Pick up, go to the weather. Okay. Here's a, uh, a psycho. Acoustician. Did you know you could be a psychoacoustician? I didn't even know this particular title was available. I'm studying. What are you doing? I'm studying to be a psychoacoustician. A really acoustic, acoustician, acoustician, a, a psycho. Yeah, that's right. That sound and how it affects your brain. Wow, acoustic being, of course. I'm not gonna look it up. You know what I'm talking. Here's the psychoacoustician. He's not psycho. 
He's a sight, or I don't even know what's a he, because it's one of those names, Marion. Marion could be two, it could be a man, it could be a woman. Anyway, Marion Cousineau, the University of Montreal in Canada, as opposed to the University of Montreal in Texas, said this, Over the past century, researchers have tried to relate the perception of dissonance to the underlining acoustics of the signals. That's what uh, Marion Cousineau says. Said, well, maybe he or she still says it. I don't know. In a musical chord, for example, several notes combine to produce a sound wave containing all of the individual frequencies of each tone. Let's not get too scientific here, but in other words, it's the correct, let's just say correct frequencies. They're not out of order. Specifically, the wave contains the base, a fundamental frequency for each note, plus it multiplies. No, there are multiples of that same frequency. Those are harmonics. So multiples of the same frequency in different tones. And it becomes a chord, becomes very pleasant. Or when six people sing, or when the four freshmen sing, or when even the five freshmen can sing. There weren't five freshmen. There were four, the four freshmen. Otherwise, they call themselves the five freshmen. They were called the four freshmen because they didn't want... Why didn't they just call themselves the freshmen? Well, there's four of us. Yeah, I know. So we can see that. You can't hear it, though, on the radio. Upon reaching the ear, the frequencies that I just mentioned are carried by the auditory nerve to the brain. The auditory nerve. A nerve. The nerve of that eared. Okay? If the chord is harmonic, or if it is consonant, as I said, omnidissonant, consonant, okay? Uh, The notes are spaced neatly enough so that the individual fibers of the nerve carry these frequencies to the brain. And by perceiving both the parts and, and the harmonious whole, in other words, you hear each one each piece, each frequency, plus you hear it as a whole. The brain says, ah, that's really delightful. The brain says that. Ah, and you get a good feeling. And you know, music's all about feeling anyway. That's what you, that's how you like or don't like music. It has to do with frequency. It has to do, you don't realize this, but when you listen to a song, you go, I really like that song. You, there's something happening in that song, frequency-wise, the science, the math, something's happening that's making you feel well. And even if it's not dissonant, there might be a certain thing, thing, I call it a thing, there might be a certain frequency that doesn't work for you for some reason or another because it hits something in your brain which attracts something else, which knocks over another domino, and before you know it, you can't even get to the root of this bad feeling, and that's why you don't like the song. Oh, that's why you don't like the singer. This is why a lot of people don't like Michael Bolton. So, <laughs> so that, this is what happens. The brain, but collectively... You understand, you're not, we're all collectively, like we all hate the sound of the scratching fingernails. We also all hate 
the dissonance, even if we don't recognize a song or like that particular melody or frequency, nothing. We just go, very pleasant, I hear that. You hear the choir, you might not like the song, what have you, but you're not shrieking because the choir is dissonant. You're going, yeah, I hear it, they're fine, they're good, they're, well, they're working well, I wish them luck, I'm leaving. I've got to go get into my car and drive south, south. <laughs> With the wind in my hair and my hair in the so, so there's that, okay? The, in a dissonant chord, as opposed to the good chord, this is now we'll get to the bad one. In a dissonant chord, some of the notes in their harmonics are so close together that two notes will sim- stimulate the same set of auditory nerve fibers, okay? So there is already conflict and drama in dissonance because it doesn't go into the nerve. This, the nerve doesn't treat it the same way sending it to the brain, the impulse, the frequency, the very sound of it is off. And it clashes. That clash gives the sound a rough quality, and it's called beating, which is good. So the game of beating. Oi, oh, did you give that? Did you give those notes a be- What a beating those notes took getting to your brain. <laughs> right? 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 You're supposed to say right over there. Right? Right. The, uh, the beating, of course, is uh, the almost equal frequencies interfering to create warbling sound. Warbling. You don't like warbling sounds. I don't either. Most researchers or psychoacousticians, <sighs> until today, I had no idea. I mean, I might have wanted to be a psychoacoustician, and I couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Didn't know it existed. Most uh, researchers thought that this particular phenomenon accounted for the unpleasantness of dissonance. So they knew about that. Cousineau and her colleagues, now we know it's a her, Marion's a her, we know it. Now we know it's a her. It's a her, she's a her. She's a her, this person's a her, a female. Now we know. Way down here, this is the fault of Elizabeth Norton, who should have told us somehow. It didn't matter though, right, Marion? It doesn't matter. We shouldn't, I mean, that would be, that would be almost uh, sexist, wouldn't it be? To say, like, shouldn't we know if it's a woman or a man beforehand? Beforehand? Before what? Before we find out, be, when we hear the, before we hear the quote? No, it doesn't matter. Cousineau and her colleagues suspected that beating the warbling might not be in the whole story. That might not be the whole story. There might be more. We're going to tell you what the rest of the story, we're going to tell you the rest of what the story could be. <laughs> I'm not doing that other thing. I don't want, I'm not even going to. As soon as I figure out how we could do the middle and take our little break here, I think I know how to do that, but I have to keep talking as I do. Here's how, here's what we'll do. I'm going to load as we do this. I'll eventually get myself, uh, you know, playlists and stuff, and I'll be able to, uh, to do this without, uh, talking over. I mean, doing, not doing it while I'm doing it. Uh, it's it's uh, 59 minutes after the hour. Coming up on 10 o'clock exactly, or coming up on the second, the second hour of our show, right here, Cotolo Chronicles. Let's see if we got to, I think, I, and I got a couple of things I think I could run here. I'm uh, loading them right now so that, so that what? Uh, so that we'll be able to uh, do this. And where are all those PSAs? It would be under P, right? P, 
PSAs? Yeah, okay. So we'll be able to do this. Ay, ay, ay. What? You want to use that one? I, we don't do this so that it's here, crazy. I'll just use this one. <laughs> here, I like this one. Speaking of females, let's use that one. And then we'll use that, and we'll put uh, Paul McCartney in here, and we'll go eventually, we'll find the other ones as we move along. So let's do this. It's the beginning of the second hour right here on Catola Chronicles. My name is Frank Catola, my man whose name is the title. Don't go away. Listen to all the harmony that goes on and the wonderful stuff that you're going to hear as we continue. This should be sounding a lot better, too, at the same token. The same token? I don't know, something Stay with us. The Dolls are awesome. The Internet Talk Show from the Neo Postmodern World. dark we are devious we're fabulous it's the fabulous d show every sunday night at 7 p.m est 12 a.m gmt broadcasting globally from the tune in to hear me and my fabulous guests discuss reality on a level you didn't even know existed 18 years how does that happen? How is that possible? We're alive and well on the underground. Won't you join us? Turn on the Fabulous D Show along with many other perfect podcasts of the adult nature right here at Outloud Shows. Visit adult.outloudshows.com for more. Hey girls, we know what's hot. When a guy respects a girl enough to ask and doesn't just try to make a move on us. We don't want to be pushed, pressured, or persuaded to have sex. We can make up our own minds. And when we say no, we mean no, not maybe or I need to be convinced more. It doesn't matter what we're wearing, what we've done in the past, or whether or not we said yes but then changed our mind. It's hot when guys respect our decision. If they don't and try to force groping or sex, it's illegal. That's right. Groping or sex without our permission is illegal. And any guy who tries to get away with it can get arrested for sexual assault. And that's on his record permanently. Hey, real men respect. And respect is hot. Respect! 
For information about sexual assault, log on to wakasa.org. That's W-C-A-S-A dot org. Sponsored by the Wisconsin Coalition Against Sexual Assault, the Wisconsin Department of Health and Family Services, and the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Today's show is being brought to you by Wacko's Department Stores. Yes, friends, shopping at Wacko's is easy because we ain't got shelves. That's right. We just pile everything on the floor and you pick out what you want. No need to read signs and walk up and down aisles. Just plow through the merchandise and take what you want. Bring a shovel, take a whole bunch of stuff at once, you know. And remember, we're not insured, so you shop at your own risk. Remember our slogan, whatever you want in a stacko is at Wacko. Hi, this is Paul McCartney on behalf of Rad. If you're drinking, you can't drive my car or any car. Remember, if you're partying this holiday season, don't drink and drive. Got it? It's just not worth it. Doesn't make sense. Thank you. A public service message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, Rad, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. This is Chicago-style hot dog here. I'm not feeling too good. Turns out, along with all the other bad things my cholesterol does, they say it's a risk factor for strokes. Strokes? Sheesh! Good news from National Stroke Association. Exercising, eating right, and asking your doctor about medicines that can help lower your cholesterol, like statins, may reduce the risk of a first stroke. And if you've already had a stroke, it's even more important you lower your cholesterol. Lower your chances of stroke by controlling your cholesterol. Visit stroke.org today. Don't be stupid with your skin, it's the only skin you're in. Know what's good and bad to do, find the right and wrong for you. It's time to learn what it's about, cause indoor tanning is out. UV lamps from a tanning bed, they can turn your skin beet red. Wrinkles come from the UV light, and eight spots make you go frightful sight. With UV light, it gets worse. Skin cancer is a wicked curse. Don't be the one that's tanned. Use your brain, use your head. It's time you learn what it's about. Cause indoor tanning is out. A message from the American Academy of Dermatology. Hi there, this is Velvet, Velvet Steel of OutloudShows.com, where you'll find my show, Transistor, where I talk to you about a spicier side of life, transsexuals, and everything that makes us function. It's dirty, it's deep, it's interesting, and it's fascinating. So tune in and listen, learn, and laugh. I'm sure you'll enjoy it and keep coming back for more. And I want to hear from you on OutLoudShows.com. Bye for now. This is- I want to tell you to do one thing, though, and if you'll pay attention to me, it might save your life. I want you to buckle up and live. Seatbelts and shoulder harnesses can be your second chance. Now, if you never had an accident, you could be next because you gamble every time you get in your car. Now, you cut down the odds against you uh, getting killed, you understand, by buckling up your seatbelt or your harness. Use them as advised by your car's manufacturer and have your passengers use them too. Automobile accidents can be deadly. Be sure you get that second chance. Buckle up and lick. Everybody's voting for the friendly voice of radio, the people's choice. 
music, weather, sports and news, it's radio, the people choose, everybody's swinging to the swinging voice, a radio, the people's choice, big fry, small fry, gone to dawn, it's radio, the turns are on, swinging. Now that didn't cut off, and the other one's cut off. For some reason, I have to figure this. I have to determine why that's happening. My name is Frank Cattolo. I'm the man whose name is going to title the show with a completely different technical approach uh, as we address the sound and broadcast it to you. On this Y2K plus 12, we're heading towards the end. It's mid-November. Mid-November, 30 days to September, April, June, and November. That's right, exactly. For some of you, it's the day after mid-November because you're, if you're listening live, somehow you're in another, uh, you're in another time zone. Somehow. It's just the way that happens. Somehow. And I'm uh, doing this. Uh, this is, you're listening to greatness. I'm doing this show for the first time. Not for the first time under, I've done this show before, two hours uh, under great pressure and in the face of adversity. But this time, I'm doing it uh, in technical adversity with the brand new, as I said, in front of me, like a whole new board. It's like I just sat here and they said, here he is. Uh, do the show you do every week the same way. Uh, but only here's a whole bunch of different buttons. And uh, you figure out which one works what. And that's what I'm doing. So uh, as we move on. Uh, so again, I'm t- see, this is I'm trying to make harmony out of this dissonance uh, that affected my life as a performer here, if that's what you want to call me, a performer here. Do you want to not call me a performer here? Fine. I'm the host of this show, the man whose name we're doing is the title of the show, Catolo Chronicles. Coming up in future weeks, any number of things as we go into the final month of the 12th month, and no, no, final month of the 12th year of the new millennium. We're going to go into 13 Soon, it's uh, 45, 46 days, 45 days if you're over the international dateline. And if you don't, you don't get, yeah, you better get over that international dateline, okay? Because you're carrying too much. <laughs> get over it. What about the international dateline? It's bothering me. Get over it. Get over the international dateline. Uh, wherever you might be listening, this stuff is going on. And all the great affiliates that that run this show live or as part of their usual schedule, you know, bless them all. I give thanks to them all starting now. And I did before and I will again. I don't need a Thanksgiving day to thank the people who helped me and the people who consistently are on my side. The people who, through their own through the adversity that I caused their lives, are able to perform and actually enjoy it. Can you imagine that? I can't. I have no sense of it. Tell you that right now. The one that there's one thing good about me. It's this underachievement theme of my life. 
<laughs> a lot of people would say, oh, sure, that's why all your friends well, are out there making millions of dollars and you're sitting somewhere doing internet radio, that thing you do on, on Thursday nights, and you're just doing that thing while they're, you know. It's not why it doesn't have anything to do with it. I'm being an underachiever means I'm a risk taker. And when you take risks, you take, if you take great risks, of course, I don't take, you know, here's what a great risk, you know, if you're, if you're a guy who jumps out of planes, well, obviously you don't, you can only do that once. I mean, if you, if you skydive or parachute, okay, there's a great amount of preparation and a great amount of safety involved. You don't just do it. Now, if somebody just put on a parachute and jumped out of a plane, boy, that's taking a risk. There's a risk taker. That person may be in a lot of trouble. It may be the first and last time that person ever does that. Or if that person does that constantly. But, you know, if, even something that's considered a, a great risk, you know, jumping from whatever it is, 10,000 feet, 300 feet, 500 feet. I have no idea when they where they jump. I knew people who used to jump at, uh, in Paris, uh, California. That was a big place where planes went up and people parachuted for fun. But skydiving and they would you know to prepare because they had to make sure the chute was on the things a certain way to fold it or I don't know how you, it's a lot of work and you have to learn all these safety things there's pull this tag pull that tag don't pull this tag here's a safety tag here's what you do here's how you move when you spread your arms out there's a lot of work it's a lot of preparation it's a lot of education and there's a lot of things that you do to minimize the risk to put the percentage of the good percentage the percentage of survival on your side things certainly things can always go wrong even with the grip but it's different without the safety precautions so the real risk taker is the person who just jumps out of the plane holding a holding a uh, even holding don't even put it on holding the parachute how are they going to get that parachute on their back how are they going to figure out how to work it and land safely that's risk. So this thing I have, and so that would be considered an underachiever. It's not an overachiever. An overachiever, or as they call them, perfectionists. He's a perfectionist. He got to get every little thing right, and he never gets everything right. The problem with being a perfectionist is you never, you never do anything perfect. You get me? You catch my drift, don't you know? You get it? You never do anything perfect. All you're doing is wasting time. Get on with it so that if something happens, fine. Learn and move on. That's what I do. I work in, with adversity. Adversity is my partner. Adversity is my friend. Adversity defines me. <laughs> always, always, always walking against the wind. And the wind is my love. So we're talking about harmony, speaking of these things, and dissonance, and the ear. The fact that the things that we hear, this uh, harmony, I wish I could, f I'm going to find some wonderful four-part harmony. I can do that by just pulling up something on one of these, uh, I can do this. Pull this, pulling up something. Do you want to do the, uh, how about their hearts were made of spring? Have their hearts, here's a, uh, I think this is all harmony, their hearts. We're, we're full of spring. Here. The four freshmen? Okay. Uh, listen to this. This is, I believe this is a cappella. I wanted to get the Beach Boys one, but I, I don't have it. Here's a cappella. Multi-track barbershop quartet? No. Here. Here's the Beach Boys, their hearts. Oh, in the Beach Boys style. 
uh, what did I get? Here, the Beach Boys, their hearts were made, were full. Their hearts were full of spring. Listen to this and, and, and think about this stuff going into your ear. This is harmony in music. These are voices in harmony in music. Just listen to this right here. Thank you. Okay, fine. Thank you. I didn't realize that. I, uh, that was like four different versions from from 17 different years that you can hear. And, and you were listening to it. And aside from the little cuts there when it went from one to another, you were probably going, that's, that's just beautiful. You don't know the song. You don't know. And it's, you know, it's just, and one, <laughs> I always laughed at that song. This beautiful song going along. And then the lyrics, and one day they died and their graves were side by side. It's like, well, just they're wonderful. Then one day they died. No information. They died. Both of them. Okay. So that doesn't matter. That's just an aside. You heard the harmony. Now, if I were to play dissonance, I don't know. You know, you know what, you know what that, let's, hey, let me do this. Here, wait. Uh, I wonder if they have this, uh, this, this is going to be really weird. You're going to go, you're going to go, you're going to freak at this one. Uh, here, yeah, 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 here. Uh-oh. Let's see if this works. Oh, you're going to hate this. You're going to hate me for this, but let's just, let's just hear this. Now, get ready for a hot, get ready. This is dissonance. This is something we all hate. Here it comes. Here it goes. (laughs) 
those are fingernails against the chalkboard. It actually wasn't too bad. I wonder if there's even worse. Let's see if this is worse. There's a whole bunch of them now. Listen to this. Oh! Oh! Right? That, it's going into your ears. Listen. I know. It's like enough. Is that? Well, that's enough already. Okay. So you see the difference? Do you hear? I don't see. Do you hear the difference? How you react when you hear about those? That's because, and that has nothing to do with anything. By the way, 20 minutes after the hour. 20 minutes after the hour right here on uh, Total Chronicles. Okay. You know the difference? You hear the difference in how you react? Think about that. It has to do with your, what does it have to do with? The, the ear, let's see. Uh, the, uh, put the beating hypothesis. Okay, here. Uh, the, uh, it, here's what it is. Uh, blah, 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 blah. The almost equal frequencies interfere to create a warbling sound. That's what's happening to the nerves in your ear going into your brain while you're listening to that. It has nothing to do with anything else. Okay, it has to do with something, something true, real, s- solid, uh, something in your brain, in your ear, something. It has to do with something connected. You don't understand how that works, but that's why when you hear the, uh, you're hearing that uh, hearts of the four-way harmony. It's called harmony. It's not four-way dissonance. There's a people sing four-way dissonance. They did. Was there any four-way dissonance? Or probably musical groups that did that. Now. Um, how this works, the dislike uh, drawn to uh, uh, Cousineau. We'll go back to Cousineau, Marion Cousineau, and her colleagues suspected that beating might be might not be the whole story. Okay, so what they were calling beating, which was the warbling, which is why you didn't like that sound, there's more to it, according to Cousineau and her researchers. She... Okay, in a, and here's a neuroscientist. I don't know why that's different than a psychoacoustician. Acoustician, acoustician, it's differently. This is a neuroscientist. Josh McDermott in New York University said that isolating the acoustic factors of harmonicity, 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 what beating, okay, of the warbling of the bad, if you, if you uh, isolate the acoustic factors, then tested them on their preferences, Subjects that that are attracted to harm, harmony were drawn to con- consonant sounds more consistently than they disliked beating. So, so they they did not hate the warbling as much as they like the harmony. You get that? They didn't mind a little warbling now and then. I mean, if you warble now and then, so what? A little warbling never killed anybody. They warble, they go, that's it, I'll go right to the harmony. I don't need the warbling, I need the harmony. So they put the uh, hypothesis uh, to a more rigorous test. Both of these people, she being Marion Cousineau, and he uh, being Josh McDermott, uh, from different cities again, uh, Montreal and New York, totally different. Okay, they teamed. Now here's a here's a here's a here's a phrase I don't like if we want to go to English. Listen, they teamed up. They teamed up. You can't team down, you team. To team is to you know anyway, they teamed to study so this you know what you know what? That is actually if we're marking 
Elizabeth Norton's <laughs> grammar. The grammar police are here. They say, like, you know, I don't think you need this up. Their good editor says they teamed. Cousineau and McDermott teamed. It's the Cousineau and McDermott show. Mornings at 8, Cousineau and McDermott give you harmonious sounds. Da, 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 23 after the hour, 23 after the hour. They, uh, they teamed to study a group of subjects, being people, with a condition called amusia. A-M-U-S-I-A. Creek, write this down! Amusia. Amusia. It's a condition. You might have this condition. Amusia is an inherited ability to distinguish pitch, to recognize melody, and even sing in tune. Amusia. Now, it's not a couple of words said like, I here's something funny that will amuse you. It's not like Italian. Hey, you come over here. I tell you a couple of jokes and amuse you. It's not that. It's not. It's amuse you. A-M-U-S-I-A. It's a condition. It's not a sentence. Um, I amuse you. I amuse you. What am I, a clown? I amuse you. I'm funny. Okay, amuse you is the... Uh, an inherited inability. Oh, an inherited. I'm sorry. What a jerk. See? What a jer- jerk. Let me, let me explain to you the, name, the definition of jerk. Frank Cattolo, who is reading someone's article and criticizing them while he is incorrectly reading it. Jerk. Frank Cattolo doing that on Cattolo Chronicles. It's an inability. Amusia is an inability. Not an ability. An inability to distinguish pitch or to recognize melody or sing in tune. You know, people say this, they go like, well, I can't sing. I couldn't sing a note. Uh, you know, even they sing the wrong note. It's a note. But they, you know, so somebody tries to sing and they have a musia. And it does a musia. <laughs> you laugh when somebody can't sing. There's nothing worse than somebody off pitch, by the way. Not being able to sing is one thing. But, but singing and being off pitch is probably the most horrible sounding thing. My my nerves warble to no end. There is an infinite warbility going on in my ear nerves, and my acoustic nerves uh, are, are just they're warbolia. They're going through. They have they have warbolia, which is which is the condition of hearing something that you so disgusts you. Like out of pitch, it just—it's worse than you know what it's worse than. It's worse than it's worse than this. Okay, it's worse than the finger. <laughs> the fingers against. It's worse. I got warbolia because I don't have amusia. I can amusia, and I'm hoping that no. Okay, stop with that already. You see what I'm saying? Do you hear what I'm saying? There's another thing people do. They say, "Do you see?" When they mean here, they use see. As a as a, uh, a verb or as an action, as an, well, verb is an action. Maybe it's an action verb. They they use it to see, and and what they and, and by see they mean do you hear? Do you know? But they use the word see, see. Do you hear what I'm saying? I I don't have amusia because I could start right now and sing in tune, and people who don't and can't, it's one thing to be out of tune, but boy, if you're out of pitch, being out of pitch is, this is just like I said, it gives me warbolia. 
Warbolia, the Frank Cotolo found, I founded this, I found Warbolia, <laughs> the, the inability to like, no, and it's not an inability to like, it's the, the cringing, the cringing of listening, cringing while listening to somebody, it affects, that's the effect, it makes me cringe, and I, uh, the, the, the audio, Warbolia. I'm just trying to say to you, I'm just saying, if you're out of pitch, it's worse than if you're out of tune. You go look it up. You work it out with your own definition, okay? But Cousineau and McDermott, when they weren't doing the morning zoo show there in, in Canada, they teamed to study a group of subjects who had amusia. Now, what did they find out with this? Well, if you have amusia, you are an amusic, a music, a music, a music. That's what they call you. I'm a music. It's like someone says, I, I'm, I'm anemic uh, because I get too many white blood cells. Isn't that what anemic? Not the definition of anemic. I'm not going to look it up now. I'm going to get out my Webster's Dictionary published by Books Incorporated. Am I going to get that? No. Amnesia. But I, I'm an amnesic. Amnesia. I don't remember things. Like what? Well, you remembered you were an amnesic. You're right. I must have a better memory than I thought. Do you think? What do you think? I think that a music is somebody who has a musia. So they studied a musics. They went out and found a musics. People with a musia. A musia. A musics can't distinguish consonants from dissonance. Consonants being harmony, dissonance being the ragged, harsh, unstable grating sounds. Like That's dissonance. So there are musics who can't hear that. So if somebody's singing on pitch, they think it's wonderful. They go, That's, that guy can really sing. And that gal can really sing. They're totally off. They have no idea. Meanwhile, while somebody is doing this, they, they, they feel nothing. Nothing. Nothing's warbling. There's nothing warbling. It's warblingless. There's a void of warble. I'm void of warble because I am. There's someone says, and you, what are you? Well, I'm void of warble. I'd like to serve in the military, but I'm void of warble. Oh, you mean you're a music? Yes, I'm a music. I'm void of warble. Wow. How are you going to know then if somebody's shooting at you, if it's good or bad? Because you know, when you shoot at somebody and you hit somebody, and I know that not like I've, I've never shot anyone, but I've shot things. I, I've shot things. I've shot creatures. Okay, when you shoot something, you don't know. You hear the same sound whether whether you hit them, you hurt them, well, you always hurt them when you shoot them. That's not my point. The point is, if you're at war and you're going against the enemy, if you happen, you know, friendly fire, you shoot the wrong person. The person is on your side. If you hit them, if you hit them, uh, you don't know and you don't see them. Of course, if you see them, why would you shoot at them? You don't know. You. But you hit them and you hit the enemy, it sounds the same. There's not a difference. Sounds the same. Are you getting all this down? We're talking about consonants, dissonance, amusia, amusics. Are you getting this down? Secure the template. <laughs> Set the backside guide to appropriate locks and basket. The backside guide tabs include setting the jig. That's it. Possessing template. Right. What the hell am I reading? I'm trying to tell you this stuff so that you can understand it. If you can't distinguish consonants from dissonance, you are a music. 
Now, someone has to tell you your music because if you're a music and you can't tell the difference between good, good sound and a bad sound, someone's going to have to tell you because you don't know the difference. You may actually hear this and like you hear this, somebody do this, the horrible sound, scratching your nails against. I know you hate it, man. Ooh, I'm getting chills, right? You hear some, now in a music, here's this. And then, and then the music, right? And the music, here's this. And the music goes, hmm, la, 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 la. You can actually make music out of What they think is music, la, la. That's a sweet sound. Can I get my, it's a, it's a, can I get my, can that be my ringtone? That's what they think, because they don't know the difference. So somebody has to tell them, are you nuts? And they don't have to say it that way because people do not like to be called nuts right away. Are you nuts? <laughs> That's it's a horrible sound. Everybody hates that sound except you. Well, I must be a music. Cousineau and McDermott have figured this out and they get all these musics. I guess they test them. I guess they, they, they play these horrible, well, what we would consider non-musics consider uh, dissonance and they find that these people are a music and they reason that the beating, the warbling, the warbling that causes in non-musics, <laughs> I actually, I actually understand this. This is what's sad. I'm going, I'm actually understanding this, which is making me think that you are actually understanding it also. It's not, I mean, I'm, t- I'm really reducing it to the level of you and I. Because we're not like McDermott, Cousineau, and the rest of these. So we're not scientists, we're not, a, we're not psychoacousticians, and we're not neuroscientists, are we? Are we? Are we? Are we? No. It's 33 minutes after the hour. 33 minutes after the hour. Rain tomorrow. The chance of thunder and warbling. A musics, uh, they got these amusics and they, and, uh, uh, Cousineau and McDermott figured that beating really does explain why people don't like dissonance, why they need harmony. And the amusics are unmoved by the dissonance. They don't care. And they wouldn't respond to the beating either. So even if there is beating, if you're a music, you know, it's not working. It, you don't know. You don't got it. So now there's a new study. It was reported, of course, in uh, Science Now. Elizabeth Norton is responsible for all this information. I am just translating and reading around it and into it. Much to her disgust, I imagine, at this point. In the new study reported uh, online, it was reported online. Now, they got studies. They put them online right away. They don't even publish them and send them out. They publish them online. Everything was online. And there's a place to publish it online. The Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences. If you want to look this up on your internet, you can. Later on. (gasps) Not now. Excuse me. And there was my chicken cacciatore coming up there for a second. Uh, In this uh, study, participants with and without amusia, that would be me and someone who has amusia, listened through headphones to a range of sounds, sung and electronically generated. The stimuli included harmonic sounds and 
inharmonic sounds were produced by shifting some frequencies of a previous harmonic sound. So they distorted the uh, harmonics so that to a person who's not a music would hear it and the person that is a music would go, I don't know, no difference, right? Sounds with warbling that created warbling and didn't create warbling. As expected, a music subjects could not distinguish consonants from dissonance. Consonants from dissonance. Consonants from dissonance. He's positive. He's positive. He's positive, positive, positive. He's consonants. He's dissonance. He's consonants, dissonance, consonants. Surprisingly, though, the, the amusia, 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 music people, oh yeah, I know, the music people disliked the beating sound just as much as the control victims. Victims? I'd call them victims. Subjects who didn't have the uh, amusia. I think this is fascinating. I don't know about you. I, well, I know if it's not fascinating. You've already you've already turned it off. You're up. You're out somewhere doing something else now. You went out to a you went out to watch a movie, or you turned on your television to go to History Channel, or to go to the Discovery Channel, or to the Discover History Channel, or the History of Discovery Channel, or the Animal Channel, or the Animal History Channel, or the Discover Your Animal Channel, or any other channel like that. Here's what uh, Marion Cousineau, again a woman said, beating is the textbook explanation for why people don't like dissonance. So our study is the first real evidence that goes against this assumption. It suggests that consonance rests on the perception of harmonicity. And that, when questioning the innate nature of these preferences, one should study harmonicity and and beating. Your Honor, I I support to you. I send to you evidence number one. Evidence number one? No. Uh, I I submit to you harmonicity. Harmonicity. I am not a music, and I'm not a music either at the same time. As far as disliking dissonance which is a double negative, and I don't know if you could actually say that. Uh, from disli- uh, disliking dissonance, that doesn't sound, that doesn't, don't sound right. Don't, do you say do not sound right? That do not sound right, Frank. Where are you from, Brooklyn? Yeah, I'm from Brooklyn. That's where I'm from. I go down the street. I walk my dog. A uh, psychophysicist at the University of Bordeaux in France said, and we've translated this into English for the benefit of those who do not know the French language. The study of amusic subjects was a spectacular idea. Sensitivity to harmony is important in everyday life, not just in music. Here we go. As we head into the last 10, 11, 12 minutes of this show, here's where the underlining theme shows, rears its head. Sensitivity to harmony. Harmony, of course, being concordance of sound. Also, what is it? Also, agreement and cooperation in your life. Sensitivity to harmony is important in everyday life, not just in music. For example, this is a French guy. For example, he said that he talk in English. That's not a very good French uh a guy who has a French accent. Isn't it funny how you could do someone who has it? You could do the accent, but you can't do the language. I know a little bit of French. I know a little French. So he's about that tall. 
No, I mean, but you could do it. It's like Sid Caesar used to fool people by doing gibberish in different languages. He didn't know the language, but he could make someone believe, someone who didn't know the language, believe that he was speaking German, French, or a Dutch. Is there a language or whatever? He could make by just doing the gibberish, by doing the sounds. So it's funny that we could do the accent. A person who does only speak French, but it's English as a second language, but has that. How can I do that if I don't know French? Je m'appelle François Couteau. Huh? That means my name is Frank Atoll. Je m'appelle François Couteau. So I do know some of it. But if I say to my name is Frank Atollo, then I say it with the accent. But you see, sensitivity to harmony is important in everyday life. Here's the example. The ability to, de- to detect harmonic components of sound allows people to identify different vowel sounds and to concentrate on one conversation in a noisy crowd. So you get the ability to have peace inside of the crowd. This is, for all due purposes, what is meditation is all about. Being able to stay quiet and concentrate amid the, you, the sound of everything. Everything. Because, and this is, go back now, this, this is again, uh, quoting from uh, uh, Laurent de Manet. De Manet. Where is de Manet? It's in de Wallet. <laughs> de Manet is, no, de Manet, <laughs> not money. You see, there's no sense. There's just, what sense is there at all? Let's just call him Laurent. Laurent says that because the musics don't have problems with tasks like talking and concentrating inside of a, on one conversation inside of a crowd of people, even though they can't distinguish consonants, further investigation of subjects with the, with the condition should provide valuable information of the role of harmonicity, harmon, harmonicity in communication and perception. Agreement and cooperation, harmony. You've heard it. If you work in a in a place where there's a lot of people, can we have some harmony in here? Why can't we have peace and harmony? Oh, my house where I live, family is nothing but peace and harmony. Harmony. It's and that means it has consonants, the vibes, the feeling. There's no drama. There's no conflict. Of course, without conflict, there's no learning. And let's not go there at that particular point. Let's not go to that particular point as opposed to saying, let's not go there. Because I do not like the phrase, let's go there. Let's not go there. I don't know where there. Where is there? I don't know. Let's just not discuss that part of it. So what we're saying is that the, the ear hears in music and in sound the uh, the good or the bad, and if you're a music and you don't understand it, now if you're a music, perhaps there's a lot of chaos in your life. Perhaps there's not a lot of harmony because you can't distinguish. This goes into a psychological school of thought because if you can't recognize confusion, drama, and noise as hurting you or people you love, then you're not you're not. Then how could you understand harmony? You don't understand the harmony if you're a music. You could be in a music. You can have a musia of of the your per, your personality could have a musia. In which case, you don't 
understand how to appreciate harmony. So you're always looking for fights. And by fights, I don't necessarily mean punching. You're always looking for conflict, for drama. Now kids say, I'm in a drama queen. Because he's got, oh, because he always has to build something into a theater-like, a, a theater-like a behavior. Like he's playing to the grandstands. To the balcony. Drama queen. Someone who doesn't, who, who actually looks for that because they don't see it as, as bad. They don't, they see it in another way altogether. And I'm not going into this like I know this psychologically. I'm just saying that there is this combination, not combination, it's not a combination. There is this association between harmony, because harmony means a couple of things, where you find yourself making things harmonious because you know how warbling they are when they are not harmonious, when they're dissonant. And you don't want to, nobody wants a dissonant relationship, although a lot of, every relationship, working, loving, everything has some kind of dissonance. You can't, you can't make it pure. That's what I said about the perfectionist. The problem with a perfectionist is nothing's ever perfect. Not everything is perfect. Oh, he's a perfectionist. He won't do it unless it's perfect. Well, it's never perfect, okay? So why don't you just take your hat, put it over your eyes, and walk into a wall? Okay, because that's it. My name is Frank Atom. A man whose name I'm doing is the title of this show. And this show is filled with both dissonance and consonance. It's a tender blend. And your ear will warble. You know, there are people who can't listen to this because they go like, I can't handle this. I made my money. One guy told me, I worked with a guy, and this is the way I talked. I could do my show and when I explained things. Do you know what he said to me? And I swear, as God, Buddha, the devil, and anyone else who can be beyond my perception and, con- and my, is my witness, he said, when you talk, I get brain cancer. Is that nice? I think that's nice. <laughs> but what he was saying to me, by using that extraordinary assimile, <laughs> listening to you was like brain, like getting brain cancer. It gets extraordinarily overblown, way out there description of how much he dislikes listening to what I have to say or how I say it. It was warbling. The auditory nerve, not because I was screaming, right? it's the very nature of what I'm saying and how I'm saying it, the dynamics, the beat. This is why some people will listen to extraordinarily fast music and love it. No, the people, I got to hear it to slow. There's different forms of, and, and some of them are in music. This is what all the new research is about. It's about not you like it or you dislike it because... You don't know why, I just do. I don't know. I like the song, I just do. Or I hate that guy. Oh, I hate that. I can't remember it. I hate it. And I've done that too. And as I mentioned before, this is why a lot of people don't like Michael Bolton. But in essence, or even Kenny G, playing that that strange saxophone. Kenny G what? Kenny G. Kenny G Jones, Kenny G. Robinson, Kenny G. Atkinson. Just Kenny G. Kenny? 
So these people who think it's just a decision, it's not. Something's happening that's sending stuff into your brain. And as we know, inside the brain, all sorts of things are going on that you cannot recognize or identify because it's going deep, 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 layer after layer after layer after layer. Wheel within wheel within wheel. To a point where it's touching something that's very unpleasant. Very unpleasant, as opposed to unpleasant. Touching something that's unpleasant, and it makes you just, it, it's a wobbling. There's more of a wobbling. So your emotions are wobbled. We, and, we, and we could talk the next time we have somebody psychological on. Psychological? Well, we have somebody who actually knows about psychology. Not somebody who just knows the uh, your various uh, edges of psychology like me and then applies them to themes like this. But it's a concept. You can see it. You can hear it. You can feel it. Feel is the word. You're not to hear it and see it. Then you go into something else. Agreement and cooperation. Good to have in here because a lot. But you know, a lot of things, a lot of dissonance, can cause good stuff too. And I'm not going to deal with that particular side of it because there's many sides of it this is critical thinking this is quantum thinking by golly you know who would love how i'm talking right now and not feel they were getting brain cancer you betcha miss quantum thinking herself so there are many many ways of looking at many many different things but this i thought was fascinating that there was this that there is physically something going on and that physical something just gets into your head and then that's how you hear music and then sound and then we take it from sound and move it into what? Into what? Into what? Into emotions. Into behavior. There's no law against that, by the way. What, do you want to hear the Obama song again? I loved it. Do you want to hear it again? Can we go out with that again? Should we play it one more time? I thought it was great. And I love, oh, God knows I love, I'm a big Robert uh, Klein fan and I had heard him uh, earlier. I was watching a couple of his, uh, where is it? Here, here. Let's listen to it again, all right? Let us pray. When times are hard with no end in sight We all seek comfort from the darkest of nights Then you came to me with your star so bright You're my hero, you're my shepherd You're my savior, you're my light Barack Obama Barack Obama, deliver us from evil. Please fix the mess we're in. Please, no more drama. Barack Obama, our nation may not get another chance. So try to keep your pecker in your pants. I remember 
pill had a star. What happened? What did he do? We just had a mass. Oh, look at that. We just had we just had the weirdest. We had one of these weird things where uh, that's horrible. Did you see what happened? Let's let's wait. Let's uh, here. Let's. Uh, can we re? Yeah, we can rehit this again and find it. The video is currently unavailable. What they do? YouTube just YouTube just had a incredibly weird thing. We played it twice. We played it in the beginning, and now we can't play it again. It went nuts. I wonder if we're still on. What just happened? Anybody? <laughs> it's fifty-two minutes after the hour. Fifty-two minutes. Well, you heard. You'll have to download the show and listen to the beginning of it again, and you'll hear the Obama Robert Klein. Uh, just a, that terrific piece that we were just going to have so much fun listening to again. And we can't because YouTube just said, get out of here. Get out of here. This video is on. I'm not wild. All of a sudden, you can't use it. Let's check desktop B. Yeah, we're still on and we've been on here. I don't know what just happened. This video is currently unavailable. And I'm, and I want to defy this. I defied it. Look at this. I defied. No, its video is currently unavailable. Let's see if it's anywhere else. Hmm. What happens if I hit it again? We're doing a YouTube thing here as we're running into. Let's see if we click it again. Look at this. No, it's unavailable. Isn't that something how that happens? Well, you're going to have to listen to it by listening to the Arogodi. It's unavailable on YouTube. So there was it. I don't know what happened. Or why that happened. But that was it. My name is Frank Atoll. The man whose name adorns the title of the show. We're real time now if you're listening to us. There's no more delay. So uh, when I say it's 53 minutes after the hour, you can set your clock by that. And it'll be working. Uh, exactly. Also, we are uh, experiencing, as I mentioned, uh, the uh, brand new, a brand new, Broadcast achievement. <laughs> it's not an achievement. This is what happens when I got to do two things at once. The the new way that we're giving broadcasting this show through the facilities of SRN and out to everybody. It's a brand new way. Yeah. Okay. We're going to do that. It's a brand new way, and it it means. It doesn't mean anything in particular other than the fact that uh, we're doing it and we made it work. Again, greatness, greatness, because this this, this turnover of technical achievement, <laughs> and I did achieve it. I've gotten to the end of this, and I have actually recorded this show the way I do all the other ones with an entirely new set of windows, an entirely new broadcast software. I've done this, and I'm proud of myself. Now, there's a lot of people out there who could just pick this up and do it. Oh, that's no problem, because they're so savvy when it comes to the, uh, to the digital world. And I'm not very savvy, but I did it. I did it in the face of adversity, and that's greatness. So we did this, and here we are now on time. 54 minutes after the hour, 54 minutes after the hour, and that means exactly we're going to come up on 55. Set your clock ready. It's now 55 exactly. 55 minutes after the hour. We're going to have a whole bunch of shows coming up because we're going to be here for as long as we're alive, I imagine. And now we're going to do this. It's going to sound better. And you're going to go to outloudshows.com where you're going to get, as I told you, the 2002 Christmas show, which is going to be available. I don't, I don't even know what to tell you about that. Many years ago, 
uh, lots of things going on there. But you might be interested in that as a matter of posterity. Posterity, not prosterity. Posterity. As a matter of posterity also, there's the best of over there and a lot of shows that we're doing regularly. Affiliates, please, if you heard this or you got it anywhere, let me know. We're going to set it up so that everybody, once again, all the affiliates can hear this live and in color. And we're going to do all the things that we do, including we're going to have Skype. I guess we could open Skype with this, too, because this is an amazing piece of something or other. Coming up on 56 minutes, 56, I mean, four minutes and something, three minutes and something seconds left. You can actually back time this thing to play the theme, the theme we're going to play. I'm the, you know, so Wolfman is not going to tell me I'm over there now. We're just going to move on because we're very close to the end of the show. Go by, listen to, listen to dissonance, listen to consonance, try to get agreement and as much agreement and Harmony in your life as you can. And remember, your ears are working for you, not against you. And your brain is deeper than you think. I don't know if those are the lessons you learned. Fine. If you learned other lessons, you can get in touch with me. Where? Frank Atolo. Facebook. I was one of the first thousand people there. Go to Facebook. Get me, uh, email me, message me there. Become my friend. I will okay you. Lots of people do it every week. I've got thousands of friends now. And I'm going to visit each and every one of you come this Christmas. So please have a glass of uh, something, a glass of good cheer ready for when I arrive. Um, and we're going to get over there to Twitter with at Frank Atolo. And you can hear all this. You can read all the stuff that goes on with me and ignore the stuff you don't want to know about. And go to the stuff you do want to know about. Then, what else? You can go to any other place. I'm all over the place. Google me. Google Frank Cotolo. Listen to stuff. Do stuff. I don't care. If you're in the neighborhood and I'm playing somewhere, drop on by. I do that often. I'll be doing that soon again, once a month. Again, for the rest of your life, my life, whatever happens. Okay, we're coming rapidly to the end of this show. And I... uh I just want to say that it's been absolutely wonderful being here uh, with you. And I'm I'm trying to do math in my head as we do this. Uh, forget about that. Just do it. Why don't we just do it and say for now, uh, I guess, say, no, we can do, we could wait till it hits, actually hits 58. Is that the Let's do that. Wait, I think I can get this right on the money because I am a master of radio. I am, this is greatness. You've been listening to greatness. My name is Frank Atone, man's name is Don't title of the show. As right here on Cotolo Chronicles, the one and only and original all-talk internet radio show. Here we go. Let's go. So as I said, you're either amusic or you're uh, you have amnesia. Uh, whatever. Look it up. I hope you wrote it down. I hope you think about it. I hope you hear things and hear harmony, plenty of harmony in your life. You know where to get me. You know exactly where I am at any given point. And you can even get me at IMFCatolo at Yahoo.com and uh, write to me there. Write to me anywhere. I'll be back again uh, as soon as it as I can. And, and it'll leave it. I don't know if it can be any cleaner than this. It'll be a little bit different. I'll get it down. It'll be wonderful. It's the best internet radio you can get. Good night, Mrs. Erstwhile, wherever you are. And, I, and everybody, and take care of yourself and do what you got to do to get to separate the consonants from the dissonance.
I'll leave you now. Whichever you think I might be, I'll leave you now. I have nothing more to say.